Daver here. Welcome to the show. What's up? This guy's Chad. And Chandler's back as well. How we doing, Dave? Uh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, another fun dynamite uh, from Charleston, South Carolina. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. The uh, main event really uh, got me hooked. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> you could say uh, hook was hindered. Oh. Ooh, I'm going to say he was not hindered at all because he looked great. Like... We, uh, you made a good point when we were talking about the Cope Open, Chandler, about it being really hard to look good in defeat. Uh, he looked pretty darn good in defeat. I would agree <laughs> I gotta with that. Say. I would agree with um, that. I think they, they struck that chord this time, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely came out of this, uh, hook that, that is looking better than he did before the match. Um, and that really, kind of i think justified a little bit of the hate uh that people were given apparently online about hook getting the title shot uh i think he earned it i think he deserved it and i think he put on a good show uh but yeah that's just the main event uh i got a lot of other fun stuff throughout the night uh got to hear from uh chris jericho <laughs> pretty mad about uh Takeshita's involvement in uh the street fight battle of the belt uh yeah had a fun tnt championship match uh yeah uh pretty fun dynamite we got tony storm involved <laughs> really loved that uh but yeah uh yeah let's uh get right into it sound good yes sir <laughs> cool 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 uh, right off the bat, we get a little recap of uh, Samoa Joe and his promo last week, talking about the new championship challenge protocol. Uh, they recap Hook challenging Joe for the title. Um, then they got Samoa Joe walking through the arena. Um, then they pan to Hook uh, arriving at the arena as well uh, with uh, his luggage. Um, after that, we got a TNT championship match, uh, Christian cage defending against Dustin Rhodes. Uh, they're giving Dustin a little push. Clearly, uh, he won't be, uh, an in-ring competitor for much longer, I would presume. So yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna give him, uh, or make him look, you know, as good as they can. I think, uh, they should anyway, <laughs> He was so, booked like Brock Lesnar, I put in my notes. We'll get to that in the match, but that's what it felt like. Like, really? Is Dustin Rhodes Brock Lesnar of AEW now? Is that what we're going with? Apparently. Um, but yeah, it was an even match to start out with. Uh, we get a scoop power slam to Christian. Uh, they make their way outside uh, of the ring. Dustin slams Christian's head into, into the announce table. Uh, Dustin Rhodes gets uh, 10 punches to Christian in the corner with uh, a gold dust taunt in there, which uh, I'm going to pop for every time. Um, we got Christian diving on Dustin from the top turnbuckle on the outside. Uh, at one point, both men are on their knees and they're just slapping the crap out of each other. Uh, 
Dustin at one point hits a bulldog, covers for two. Dustin catapults Christian into the corner. Uh, Dustin Rhodes hits a Canadian destroyer on Christian, covers for two. Uh, Christian Cage stands on Dustin's neck, choking him on the bottom rope. Uh, perfect heel. Uh, Dustin hits a frog splash, or Christian hits a frog splash on Dustin uh, for a two count. Uh, Christian Cage uh, grabs uh, uh, let's see Aubrey catches uh, Christian with the belt. Uh, she takes it away, uh, kind of distracted. Dustin ends up rolling up Christian uh, and Nick Wayne runs in, flips Christian over uh, to try to get a pin. He gets a two count. Dustin connects with a uh, unnatural kick. Then Dustin superplexes Christian, uh, gives him a crossroads for a 2.99. Then Nick Wayne distracts uh, Dustin. Dustin gives him a Canadian destroyer. Uh, Christian spears Dustin. Then a kill switch, uh, but Dustin kicks out at two. Uh, Christian gives one more kill switch uh, for the win. Um, yeah, Dustin put up a pretty good fight, uh, entertaining match. Uh, he still got it. He looks good. Uh, he may not be, uh, you know, the most popular guy, Dustin, uh, but yeah, he, uh, he put on a show and I enjoyed it. What do you two know, think? That, that crowd was hot for Dustin Rhodes. So I don't know if he's unpopular or not. He just might not be popular with me at the moment. Just cause, I mean, he's not like. Jericho levels of hatred because he's not like beating a bunch of young guys. He's just kind of like getting spot on TV, which is fine. But this match was all right. Um, felt Dustin. Maybe I'm just not used to him because I remember the gold Dustin WWE sucked and they presented him like he sucked. So I have this mindset, unfortunately, that he sucks, but he's been having decent matches so he can at least go. But uh, I think my favorite parts of this were all kind of like Nick Wayne and Christian just doing their kind of thing. Like, I loved how Nick Wayne didn't, like, beat down on Dustin. He just adjusted the roll-up to where Christian was over. Like, that was a pretty smart move. I've never seen anything like that. Um, and then Christian Cage's kick out, well, like, 2.9999. That was pretty good. I didn't think Dustin would win, but I was like, well, that was a really, really good kick out. That was like a Roman Reigns kick out. And then... um. Just, yeah, Dustin had to be killed like Brock Lesnar because the way Brock Lesnar always used to lose his matches was either you got kicked in the dick or he rammed himself into the ring post with the force of a thousand suns. And that's exactly what happened to Dustin. So I just was like, wow, this is a, this is odd, but it was fine. Uh, maybe just not for me. How'd you feel, Chad? Uh, I thought it was fun. You know, I love watching some uh, old guys doing some dope shit like you know, for well over a hundred years combined between the two of them. Uh, it's a really good match. It was fun. Um, you know, that like, just like you, my, my notes have the, uh, the 2.99 off the kill switch. Like I bit on it for like half a second. I was like, Oh God. Uh, so they got me there. That was great. Uh, for the crowd, apparently it was only around 2,500 and they were loud. So yeah, they came out there yeah. or maybe they were micing them up really well, but they didn't like, you could kind of look in the background, like, Oh, that's a big empty section. That's a big empty section, but it wasn't, it didn't take away at all from yeah. the vibe of the show. It still yeah. felt like a very hot crowd. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought Christian's frog splash looked. Oh, no. It's about that time, huh? Wah, 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 wah. We here at Grapple Sauce want to thank all our loyal subscribers for getting to 100 subscribers. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Thank you for hitting that button. It don't take nothing, just a quick click. Exactly. So in order to kind of prove, to put our skin in the game, a la Cody Rhodes getting an ugly neck tattoo, we're going to force ourselves through a little pain to show that we care. So we all kind of have some of our leftover stuff. Dave has his leftover death nuts because he never lost that initial full gear challenge. Chad has been promising the bomb hot sauce. And I have five of those sour gummy balls from the last time we did the challenge. I won't be eating them all at once because I want to talk while I'm doing them, but I'll probably do like two at a time until I'm done. So, gentlemen, yeah, yeah, we ready to uh, heart ourselves for our content and our lovely, lovely subscribers? Yeah, let's uh, do it. Thank for our you. first 100 and many more. Yay. Oh, God, that shit's vile. Hey, don't do two at once if you were thinking it's a good idea. I'm sure you guys are suffering. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. I, I drank all my drink, drink already. That's not good. Well, Chad's out. He's tapping. Ah. <laughs> Ooh, backwash. Okay, I got the hic hiccups. Ooh. And Dave's just no selling it. Yeah, Dave, the professional, he's like swerve with the stable gun. He's dying on the inside. I can see it. Just slightly. <laughs> just slightly. <laughs> Getting a little bit. Woo. Dave, just the actual chat here. He can he can handle all the spice. But that's only level two, right? Three. Oh, three. Ooh. Skip two. All right. Now all the sour is gone. <laughs> Calm Man, down. Eating candy. But uh, any other thoughts on this good old Christian Cage Dustin Rhodes match? Loved it. Yeah, loved it. Oh, I did have one... Um... One negative to say about the match. Where was the dead dad joke? It was in the promo on collision. Oh, okay. See, I missed collision because I was was dying. So Dustin yep. had a squash match with Willie Mack and he won. And I, I can't remember who started it. But Dustin was probably like, I want a championship match. And I think Kristen was just like, Well, yeah, because you know, your dad is dead. And he went, don't you do that. And kill switch like ground into the mic. So oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Well, that's okay. right. Yeah, my DVR didn't uh, actually record collision too, because I think Battle of the Belts threw I threw everything off that night. So it was a fine been, show. I, I've been finding too. I need to pre-record the show after Dynamite Collision or whatever I'm watching. It was like oh, yeah. three to five minutes sometimes run over yeah i don't have that yeah they're always having that <laughs> run over more and more yeah, yeah they are. dude i'm loving life yeah. you can do that the endorphins man, man. 
what a rush. Ooh, what a rush. So I've been, while I'm, while I'm heat high right now, I've been trying out a new thing on my videos. I've been saying, don't forget to elbow drop that like button and uh, power bomb that subscribe button. Uh, kind of like it. <laughs> so what our viewers Ooh. should do, because they're going to see a whole lot more of this. Yeah. On a roll. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Yeah, I'm pumped. I almost said the F word. Woo. As in, this was a favorable episode of Dynamite. Ooh, there's an F word. Ooh. Got to bleep that out. Uh, okay, yeah, all right. That was a bleepable episode of Dynamite. I think that's a good way of putting it. All right, we're reviewing Dynamite. <laughs> I think it was the Swerve Strickland promo that was next. Yeah, that thing was fire, too, by the way. Uh, the promo or the inside of your mouth? tongue. Um, oh, yeah, here we go. All right, we got Renee backstage with uh, Swerve. She asked him if he'll have his eyes on the Samoa Joe hook match. Uh, uh, he says he has eyes everywhere, and he'll be a fool not to be paying attention to the main event. Uh, he's been laser-focused on the AEW World Championship. Uh He's been preoccupied with the Continental Classic. He didn't win, but he's the guy they're talking about the most. That makes him the most dangerous man going after the AEW championship. Renee brings up Adam Page. Whew. He put over Hangman. If God opened up the clouds above us, I'm drawing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent swerve segment, right? Uh, yeah. Above us, and he came down from the heavens, and everybody challenged him on earth. Hangman would have a chance, but he still couldn't beat me. Whose house? Swerve's house. Yeah, what a, what a promo. Uh, what do you all think of it? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Uh, he's just bringing his A game every time right now. Like... Uh, I love how he put over Hangman because, you know, you put over your opponent, it makes you look better. So, um, you know, he's doing all the basics right. And he's got just that, ex that you know, that thing that everybody wants, but not everybody has, but that charisma. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm willing to, I'm ready to see them mix it up again already. So uh, especially this, this version of Hangman, he, it's like he went, if you remember like early uh early AEW, we had like the flowery, like the country western kind of look, like the flowery pants and that. Now he's in like outlaw country guy, like Johnny Cash. He's got that badass Magnum TA uh, mustache now. Which by the way, AEW just stepped up their mustache game in general. Uh kind of yeah. still thinking, can I do it? Can I yeah. Maybe MJF yeah. will yeah, come yeah. back with the big old mustache to show he's grown. Yeah, yeah, in the rumble. Yeah, in the rumble. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was a very excellent promo. My favorite part was when Surf just said, "No reason to do it again. No one to prove." Like that's true. Like he's already beaten Hangman twice. He beat Hangman in a death match. He's got no one to prove. He's got no reason to. But they're definitely going to do that triple threat 
and I can't decide what I like most. I hate to say, I think I've been pitching this Swerve takes the title off of Joe at Revolution. I think we're like a pay-per-view too early from that. So I can't decide whether or not I like Hangman pinning Joe more or just Joe pinning Hangman. So Swerve is still that odd man out in a triple threat. We can get a rematch. And I just can't decide whether or not I want the Swerve-Joe just one-on-one championship match or that Hangman Swerve 3 for the championship, say at double or nothing. Yeah, I'd love to see Joe retain, uh, you know, one big pay-per-view match, uh, then drop it maybe the next one because, uh, you know, it gives it gives it gives the title like even more prestige. It gives his run more meaning. Uh, so yeah, I, th- I think I think Joe walking away like in that th- that three way with like you know two of the hottest guys out there like that means a lot. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of like the idea of Joe retaining myself. How about you, Dave? Yeah, I think uh, to make him appear to be more legitimate, he'll need to retain that belt. Uh, I kind of envision maybe Joe pinning Hangman, and then Swerve can come back later and, you know, hold that you know against them be like hey i was never pinned you know whoever whoever it is later on so yeah him and joe yeah i think that could work uh yeah too early for swerve to take that i think they need to give him something akin to the fight that hangman had to go through they can't drag it out in years like they did with hangman but i think they need to implement some true adversity like a loss a big loss and a climb back yeah to just get like there. cody rhodes i think that c2 is that big loss because he didn't win so i think that might have been the adversity but i don't know i don't I'm... think that was a made him look like look bad at all yeah he, he I... won it in my mind like him and Kingston won the C2, in my mind. Yeah. I think that's an interesting point. But regardless, I'm excited for a triple threat at Revolution. I think that's probably... They've announced a couple matches or a couple perspective matches, and that's already the one I'm looking forward to the most, which is good. Yeah, good look at us. We're six weeks out. We know, like, four matches. Crazy. What is AEW's yeah. problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tony yeah, Khan yeah. isn't behind the books anymore. Who replaced him? Who? <laughs> Will uh Washington. Uh <laughs> Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson came to him with this crazy idea. Hey, we should like plan out our pay-per-views like before a couple weeks before. And Tony's like, Oh, I didn't think of that. It's crazy. <laughs> what do you where have you been? WWE. It's okay, they don't plan their stories that. out. So oh man. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, triple threat should be a real fun time. Uh, good main event for a good pay-per-view. Um, yeah, after that, we get a little recap of the tag team street fight with Jericho, Guevara, Big Bill, and Ricky Starks. Uh, we get Renee uh, with Jericho. Uh, says... How does it feel that the tag title slipped through your grip? Uh, Jericho blames Don Callis and Takeshita. He said he's going to seek and destroy. Uh, 
Takeshita's ass. <laughs> so, yeah, they're back on the Don Callis family again. Where uh, that Takeshita push you keep on going on about, and I keep on being like, nah, I don't think so. I think this is the sign of that, because he's still fighting Jericho. Like, Jericho pinned him in his home country, and then Jericho and Kenny won the Like a Dragon street fight. Like, can we be done with this? When are we going to be done with this? Would Never. a big win over Jericho at Revolution help you? I guess. I just still don't want to see the match. I just don't want to see Jericho on pay-per-view. I don't want to see him on Dynamite, which I won't see him on Dynamite because he's got he's on Rampage, so good for him. But no, I'm. I mean, sure, if he like squashed him, maybe. But right now, I don't think that's going to happen. So. Uh. Yeah, how about you, Chad? Uh, yeah. Um, I just wish, I wish at the end of the street fight, they would have done an injury angle and then Chris Sheriff Co. can go reset or something, uh, get a, you know, get away while the, uh, the heat that we're not talking about go dies down or gets figured out. Cause, uh, yeah, it's kind of not a good look. And I've, general consensus over everything i hear is no one wants to see him like uh i know i'm i know i listen to a lot of other wrestling wrestling podcasts and stuff to a t everybody's like i'm over this dude so uh yeah um tony's usually pretty good at listening to the crowd and the the, the consensus and adjusting and he doesn't doesn't do it with this dude and he really should you didn't hear any booze for him did, did did either of you no but i kind of think they're piping in a little crowd noise with jericho yeah, i think that was a it was a backstage segment so they could easily kill the crowd audio there was i and i don't have proof because i can't remember exactly where it was but there was one backstage segment i want to say it was on collision or last week's dynamite where the crowd just kind of kept repeating and it wasn't like a solid like oh it skips and it goes back and it replays but it just sounded like they were like, oh, and it was like not matching up with Jericho's promo at all. It just kind of sounded like crowd noise, like generic crowd noise. So I'm not saying it. I don't have proof, but I kind of do feel like they're piping in a little noise. I mean, it's like when they played Judas the entire time, so you wouldn't hear the booze. They played it as loud as they could. So I think there's a little bit of a connection here of Tony not wanting to or axe jericho for some reason i mean just have him go away for a couple months people be excited to see him that always happens with wrestling yeah. every single time uh, yeah yeah Did we're you gonna... see the uh the picture online of the um, the rundown sheet like security had of like signs not to allow in the audience and stuff nothing nothing mentioning chris jericho or the other person yada 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 not even like positive jericho ones wow or no, maybe maybe it said negative, but it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just basically, yeah, they're just like, nope, we're staying clear of this whole thing. I mean, make sure there's not profanities, but also like you can't just police people like that. I mean, they can, but no, no NDA mm-hmm. signs. <laughs> it's how that um, it's how that women's wrestling is alive and well in AEW sign snuck in. Do you see that, Chad? No. So it was on Collision last week after their you know one match. They panned to a sign right in the crowd that said, women's wrestling is alive and well in AEW. 
and I like we were talking about. I was like, that was a plant. That was not a real person. That was someone paid for by, because like, I don't know. Are you stupid? Do you not like see? Are you not watching the product? <laughs> I don't um, know. I had to watch Jericho, so I had to suffer once. I'm gonna suffer again. Oh, uh, but yeah, we're gonna get a Matt Seidel match against Jericho on Rampage. Uh, woo woo woo. Um, after that, we get a international or nope, no, 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 a tag match, <laughs> uh, international champion, Orange Cassidy and Trent teaming for the first time ever, strangely enough, um, versus Penta and Commander, uh, Ray Phoenix is there, but not cleared to wrestle, um, Penta won't let Orange Cassidy put his hands in his pockets. Both men uh, counter move after move. Uh, Trent gives a high arched half and half suplex to Commander. Commander makes a hot tag to Penta. Penta gives Orange Cassidy two sling blades. Penta does Made in Japan on uh, Orange Cassidy. Uh, Commander dives on Trent. Uh, we get a swinging DDT to uh, Penta from Orange Cassidy. Uh, Trent uh, wrote down here, he's got kind of a more aggressive uh, style now. I'm kind of liking uh, a little less goofy. Uh, Trent pummels Commander with uh, forearms. Penta does a Canadian Destroyer. Off of Commander's back uh, to Trent. Commander runs on the ropes, diving on Trent. And he uh, covers, but Orange Cassidy breaks the count. Uh, Orange Cassidy countered a Canadian destroyer meant for Trent into a beach break on Penta. Orange Cassidy hits uh, an orange punch on Commander. Trent hits, hits uh, Strong Zero on Commander for the win. Uh, best friends with Orange Cassidy are about to hug, but the undisputed Kingdom music hits. Uh, Roderick Strong, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett get in the ring. Uh, Roderick Strong tells Orange Cassidy to take off his glasses and look him in the eyes. Uh he says, we could end you right now, but we're not going to. Tonight, you are in a tag match, but not defending your international title. Is it because it belongs to me? Uh, the crowd yell, shut the F up. <laughs> Orange Cassidy says, all right. Uh, right now, he wants the match. Uh, Roddy says, not now. And he wants the match for Revolution on March 3rd. Uh, Roddy says Orange Cassidy's just keeping the title warm for him. Uh, cool, yeah, that'll be a fun match. I think Roddy will probably win that with some interference. I don't think so. I think he's losing. They're still presenting him as a goober. And I genuinely had this thought. I was like, are they supposed to be bad? Like the United Kingdom, are they supposed to be? Or Undisputed Kingdom, whatever. Are they supposed to suck? Because they're kind of dead on arrival. And so the fact that he was like, oh, yeah, let's do the match right here, right now. I was like, oh, finally, because the spoilers for the match. I'm kind of sick of OC's shtick right now. And this match didn't make me feel any better. 
but he was like, oh, you can have it right now. And then he did the stupid heel thing where he's like, no, we'll have it when I want it on pay-per-view. And it's like, do you want the belt or not? Beat him up right now. You have no morals. You just ruined MJF's life and you didn't even get the belt on your team. How about like beating him down and then saying, okay, he said he wanted a match. Let's do the match. And he just pin him and he wins. Like, I think this could have been like the shot that this faction needs and they're just delaying it. So I, 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 I think they're goobers. I don't really like this undisputed kingdom because it's not presented well. Yeah, it's just so unfortunate that uh, Adam Cole's dealing with that injury. I feel like between that and then MJF's injury, uh, the the alternate reality of like how things probably should have played out, this their storyline would be way stronger and more interesting. But now they're just kind of dealing with a bunch of sh- shitty freak accidents, and it's like, oh, our two most charismatic guys aren't really involved right now because they're both hurt. And they're trying to make the forget about Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Three of their biggest stars. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wasn't a fan of this match. It was just kind of your standard like OC match. I thought the most boring wrestler pinned the guy who always get pins. So I kind of just was like, oh well, whatever. Like at least if like Penta pinned OC, you're like, ooh, O's Penta OC, that's an interesting match. I could see that, but yeah, I thought they had, those two actually had great chemistry in the tag match. It was probably my most enjoyable uh, encounters were those guys. They're they're just like incredible counters on each other. Like uh, they're both yeah, they they meshed well together. Then yeah, my uh, my notes actually said I am shocked that Commander took the pin because you thought Trent was oh totally. He's always like that. You know that Breaking Bad meme where it's Jesse and he's like, how does he keep getting away with this? It's like, <laughs> whenever Trent gets a win, like he'll win a four-man tag or a four-man like fatal four-way to get a title shot. And he always wins. And I'm like, how does he keep getting away with this? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think that the, the match was just a vector to get to the pay-per-view I would agree. challenge i would agree uh so yeah very paint by the numbers orange cassidy match uh yeah 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 nothing much to say about it um but the next segment i really liked uh, we got renee backstage with hangman uh she wants to know why he is so focused on the world title in 2024 uh, he says no one needed the championship more uh, more in the past five years. In 2024, he will not only want to win it, uh, not only will he win it, but uh, he will hold it and make it his. He doesn't think about uh, Swerve at all. And he's focused on Samoa Joe, who is the world champion. Um, yeah. Uh, love the new Hangman outlaw, like just pissed off all the time, ready to take it out on whoever while still, you know, being a defender of truth and justice and uh, the right thing, uh, as we'll see later on in the main event. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm really all about it. I think Hangman looks cool right now, uh, saying all the right things, 
yeah, he's definitely a main event uh, star right now. Yeah, I like how he alluded to during that promo to um, kind of his first run, which is he was kind of still learning how to be a champion. He was like, you know, chasing the belts and holding it are two very different things, and he didn't really know how to be a champion, and he uh, thinks the second time would he'd be a lot better at it. So I was like, oh, cool. I, I, I He's always so thoughtful how he's always just rolling the past back into what he's doing now. So, uh, you know, I've... Yeah, I'm. I'm never not engaged when he's uh, actually getting good story time and uh, you know getting to tell some good stories. So, uh, yeah. What What do you think, Chandler? Oh, I thought it was a really good promo. Uh, again, kind of don't have anything different to say than all you. Hangman's current, like he hasn't completely changed his gimmick. He's adjusted. He's turning a little to the darker side, but he hasn't gone heel, or he may never go heel. He's just closer to tweener than he was babyface. But yeah, I mean. I didn't. I really didn't think coming out of last year that Hangman out of Page would be one of my most anticipated wrestlers in 2024. But he's he's doing great, so I'm looking forward to what he does. And I honestly think he could win the title at some point this year. Hopefully, he doesn't beat Swerve for it. But again, like maybe he plucks it from Joe, and then it's Hangman and Swerve for the title. Like it's not that bad to have a title change hands quickly if you do it right. And I mean, the Attitude Era and WWF was kind of like that. Like, whenever they talk about longest reigning champions, it's always, oh, Hulk Hogan had it for four years or whatever. And Bruno Samantino had it for seven years. And John Cena had it for 16 reigns. But you never talk about like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I'm not saying his reigns weren't important. They were to where wrestling is now, but they're not important timelines. Like, he's like, I don't know, seven time world champ. So nowhere near the record. And I think like, Roman's one reign that he's had now is longer than all of Stone Cold's combined. So it's just a little different because it's been so long, but that's been the case for a while. So I don't I think you can hot shot a title a little bit and have it be okay. So but it, it's all in how they do it. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm looking forward to the pay-per-view match, honestly. Um I don't think they're going to try to slip in Wardlow. I think that'd be too much. Uh, Ooh, question for you guys. Is this the main event or is Sting the main event? And maybe they go first. No, this is the main event. It's too hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it'll still be a triple threat main event. But, man, that there'd be a compelling argument to... Uh, have sting well it looks like it's either going to be sting and darby and the young bucks or sting and darby against starks and big bill for the tag titles because they also kind of teased that in like a sting and darby promo later on so yeah yeah i, th- I think the bucks are going to find a way to get the titles ahead of time and uh do it but that's I, my I, my personal thing i'd be fine with that i hear a lot of people booking that the young bucks should win and take the tag titles off of sting and darby like, that would be the worst way to do it. Like, that is almost, almost Baron Corbin beating Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. Almost that bad. Yeah. At least Young Bucks are capable wrestlers, but it's also like, you guys don't need this. It wouldn't make you feel better. It would just kind of make people hate you more. But that's kind of what they're going for. So I'm I'm a little mixed on how they're presenting the gun, or the Bucks right now. And I don't know if it's the heat they intend, or I'm just kind of annoyed by these pricks. But like to the point where I wouldn't watch if they won a lot. Like a little bit of both. We'll see. 
Um, so yeah, after that, we got a really touching segment here. Uh, definitely tugged at my, my heart a little bit. Uh, got Mark Briscoe coming out, uh, clearly looking emotional before he even talked. Uh, he says he comes to us tonight representing the baddest tag team in the history of all the planet. Dem boys, the Briscoe brothers. Uh, man, he said tragically one year ago tonight, uh, we lost Jay Briscoe in a car accident. Uh, it says generations come and generations go. Uh, and his two nieces were in the truck. Uh, when the accident happened, the doctor said uh, his oldest niece would never walk again. And he says, however, and then his niece uh, walks out uh, with uh, some other family members and they all hug. Uh, they show an amazing video package of the Briscoe's career. Uh, it was awesome, emotional, well-made. Uh, he will be missed for sure. Um, yeah, uh, they, AEW does a good job of uh, kind of taking these moments and making them uh special so yeah really liked it yeah i jay briscoe's never someone i've really watched a match before but i still cared about him because it was it's a truly tragic thing and so for AEW to acknowledge it in such a great way uh also shout out to the kingdom they're goobers but they were wearing briscoe armbands when they came out so oh, nice. they're goobers with a heart but the the Jay Briscoe like package after Mark talked was really touching. So this was a a very excellent segment. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, the whole thing hit me in the feels pretty hard. Uh, yeah, and I thought that montage was superb, very well edited. This like the pictures and the words, everything. Oof. Uh, yeah, I was just like, oh man, I'm happy, sad, all kinds of things all at once. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, real tough thing. Uh, like I said, yeah, Tony Khan uh, definitely uh, considers the gravity of these kind of situations, you know, with Brody Lee, uh, Jay Briscoe, and they really honor, uh, you know, guys like that uh, to the fullest. Really, uh, really admire that. Um yeah, uh, everyone out there, uh, what do you guys think about the uh, touching Jay Briscoe um, video package tribute they did? Uh, leave us a comment. Uh, what do you all think about uh, the Briscoe's work, their uh, career? Uh, yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe while you're doing that. Uh, we appreciate your support. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, after that, we got a really uh, neat little backstage segment. Uh, Renee with the Young Bucks. Uh, they requested the time with her. Uh, Nick says, sorry to cut you off, but show us a little respect and call us by our God-given names, Nicholas Jackson and Matthew Jackson. Uh, we're executive vice presidents around here, and it's time to take this job a little more serious. Uh, 
uh yeah loving it uh renee brings up uh, their tantrums and the rumors and matthew uh thinks he knows what rumors she's talking about and asked if she believes any of the rumors uh it's all fake he says he asked renee uh what she would do to preserve her legacy to pre- to protect her kid asked what she would be willing to lose uh he would do everything he did all over again uh wanted to change the world in the beginning with AEW. he said toxicity leached into the locker room the reason they started to uh or the reason is they started to lean on yesterday's uh self-serving superficial cancerous superstars Ooh. I wonder who they could be referring to. Um, Obviously, Claudio. He's such a cancer. You need to get him out. He's he's so yep. bad. He has good matches, and he's entertaining to watch. Get him out. Uh, they say Sting is not one of those people, uh, but he doesn't fit with what they want in AEW. And that's their motivation for their match, which was kind of weak uh but yeah um from what i have read uh internet news uh sting specifically kind of chose them to uh be his final match uh he wasn't gonna do any singles matches that was out of the question from the get-go like a lot of people were like oh darby and sting duh no not gonna happen he's not he didn't want the match to bomb, and he knows, you know, probably the Young Bucks are going to put on a great pay-per-view match. So, yeah, I I kind of want to look into more about uh, how this all came to be. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, not sold on it 100% as to why they want to uh, do what they're doing. But, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, what do you two think? Um, yeah, I feel like, man, I think if they trimmed like a couple minutes out of the segment, made it a little more concise, uh, and provided like a, a stronger reason for the, for the fight, why sting, uh, I think it would have, I think it would have hit, um, I'm interested. I think the characters can be cool and I'm going to say Chandler's favorite phrase. I'm going to let it play out. I, that's fair. I mean, you, yeah, I, I. They might pull it out the bag. I'm just right now. I'm not really interested in it. The only note I have from the segment was, okay, when are they going to get to Jericho? That's next, right? Right? Like I know he was there from the beginning, but we want to talk about guys who kind of fit that mold. I think Jericho's number one, but yeah, I mean they made a CM Punk reference, so that would send the internet into shock. Oh, they said change the culture. That's what Pepsi Man says. Oh, CM Punk coming back confirmed, but. Eh, I mean, sure, maybe they might pull it out the bag. Maybe the match would be great, but I'm I'm not interested at all in the Young Bucks current characters. Like, I know I'm being worked, but they just kind of feel like they're real selves. They just kind of feel like pricks. So I, I'm just, like, not interested. But uh, that's probably just me being worked. And then Sting's going to win, and I'm going to feel so happy. I like the uh, sleazy quasi-authority figure uh 
anti-punk character that they're debuting, but I don't understand what it has to do with Sting. It just that's the part that yeah. I'm not clicking with. Like I like their new character a lot. I think that could go really far in them trying to weasel politic and make matches and like they were on the phone, like, oh, we got a meeting to go to. They're already trying to like politic their way into things. So I like that. I, I hope it has kind of a uh a flavor of like a you know McMahon authority figure stuff kind of for me. That I I want a little of that because the all the elite have tried to back away from you know taking the spotlight from the very beginning they didn't even want to like win titles right off the bat they didn't want to uh be a big focus uh in that sense uh when AEW started and then you know over time they clearly won titles and uh became more and more prominent uh but yeah i want them to really embrace their authority and really muck things up <laughs> yeah like i said i think i think it's got potential i think they just need to hone their ability to maybe i think they're trying to tell like tell like a story without trying to be too on the nose and sometimes you just got to be blunt like uh subtlety doesn't really trans uh transfer well over this medium i don't think so you know they maybe they have to uh tone it down and just be a little more blunt uh find the happy middle ground of being that sleazy guy but kind of putting stuff more on front street yeah only thing i disagree with that heel authority figure is except for vince mcmahon from 1997 to 2001 all heel authority figures squeeze the life and joy out of wrestling because they just like kind of suck and they kind of like bury your favorite wrestlers and unless they're like vince mcmahon where they're getting their ass kicked like once a month you kind of just lose interest so i mean the bucks are wrestlers they can take losses they can be in matches but you say heel authority figure and i kind of cringe but that's my wwe ptsd maybe they'll maybe they'll pull it out of the back hey like you know corbin was amazing so it's Stephanie McMahon <laughs> and Brad Maddox and Vince McMahon past 2001. Shane was great because he genuinely did beat everyone up. He's the greatest wrestler of all time. So, you know, it can't be worse. Yeah, I want to, you know, happy medium. Uh, give us something creative and entertaining and cool. Uh, they don't need to maybe, uh, you know, meddle with... Uh, huge aspects of the show or the company and kayfabe but uh maybe they can uh get matches made and uh stuff like that yeah i think it could be fun uh i'm rooting for the the new the new young bucks matthew and nicholas would you say it's a fresh start for the young bucks <laughs> oh, oh no. remember this oh no oh. i only have one more so we gotta make it count Heard, heard. Um, but cool, yeah. Um, after that, we get a uh, Ring of Honor six man tag match. 
really cool outcome. I'm liking the way uh, the storyline is coming together. Uh, we got Bullet Club Gold, Jay White, Austin and Colton Gunn versus Brian Cage, Toa Leona, and Bishop Khan. Uh, really great entrance for the Bang Bang Gang. I uh, love that camera going around them with the lighting, everything. Perfect presentation. Love it. I paused it uh, and watched it again. It's so badass for them. Yeah. Like, um. I'm in on the Bang Bang Gang right now. I'm really in on them. Same, same. Like I said, from Dude, from how so they fun. start to where they are now, it's like I've come come a full uh, 180 on them. Mm-hmm. Is it because there's no uh, juice? It might be that, but also they're not made to look like idiots. Like Jay White looked strong in the C2, and the Bang Bang Gang looked strong because they just won titles. Like. And you know why I've been crapping on the mobile embassy and Brian Cage since I kind of watched them, but this was the best match they've had so far. It was Love like a them. really good match. So I actually had a lot of praise for them. Most of it was for the Bang Bang Gang because I think they're like a step above them. But mobile yeah. embassy and Brian Cage look fantastic in this match too. They really made it feel like, you know, these are just props for their current feud, but it felt like it mattered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Nana Swerve connection to Mogul Embassy definitely brings them up uh, some levels uh, as far as credibility. Um, yeah, really, really love the match. Uh, Jay White uh, brought the fight to Toa Leona, uh, but Leona knees him in the corner over and over and over uh, in the gut. Um, Austin Gunn does a uh, or does some road dog punches to Cage. Uh, Brian Cage super kicks him in return. Con uh, and Leona do a backstabber elbow drop combo on Austin Gunn. Cover for two. Austin is isolated through picture and picture until he gets a hot tag to Colton. Uh, Colton got some offense on Gates of Agony and Brian Cage, but Toa Leona uh, pounces Colton Gunn across the ring. Uh, they all uh, help hit the Gates of Agony, the move, on Colton. Uh, they cover, but Austin and White break the cover up. Uh, Leona charges Austin, but he crashes over the barricade on the outside. Jay White is definitely working face. Uh, the crowd is loving it. Kind of, kind of weird, but fresh and new. Seeing that kind of uh, side of Jay White and Austin and Colton, uh, clearly they're you know they're going to pull the trigger on this thing. I hope. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, Jay hit a Uranagi on Khan. Uh, Brian Cage discus discus lariats Jay White. We get a three ten to Yuma from the guns to Brian Cage, and Prince Nana grabs Jay White's leg, then threatens to hit Jay White uh, with the belt. Anthony Bowens grabs uh, one of the Ring of Honor belts, and Jay White reverses the. Uh, pedigree, which he calls glory to mount something glory to uh, the mouth. yeah yeah uh 
and he hits a real quick surprise Blade Runner for the win. And we've got new Ring of Honor six-man tag team champs. Uh, the acclaimed are on the ramp. Uh, they put up the scissor, and uh, yeah, uh, Jay White and Colton won't quite do it yet. But man, uh, Austin is pretty much sold on the idea. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be great. Please, they can't tease it this hard and not do it right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this isn't WWE. I just hope they don't like. Oh, can they coexist? And turns out they can't. I think that would be really lame. But who knows? This is one where I am still excited about. And even if it doesn't go the way I want it to, I think I'll still like it because at the end of the day, it's going to be the acclaimed versus the Bang Bang Gang. So yeah. that's enticing. Yeah, that's a lot of charisma. It's going to be some great segments, great matches. Uh, yeah, we kind of already said it, but man, Jay White looked great. The guns look great. Uh, yeah, when um, you know uh, MJF feud and before, I was kind of like, man, I know I want to be a Jay White fan, but I'm not feeling it now. I'm like, oh yeah, this guy could show up on my TV every week, and I would not complain. Mm. But yeah, so this match, I mean, one of my favorite moves was real early on. I can't remember which one, but one of the Gates of Agony like gave Colton Gunn a backstabber. But as he was going down, he kind of held him. And then the other one jumped and gave him like a huge elbow drop. And I was like, why isn't that like their finisher? That would kill a man. Like you're sandwiching him between two big old Samoan guys. Like I would kill everyone, but it didn't. And then um, I can't, I, I can never remember. Is Colton the one who looks exactly like Billy Gunn? His hot tag was awesome. Like my goodness. I never thought I'd be that it's into it. house. Yeah. I, I heard people kind of comparing him to Billy Gunn in the Attitude Era because he, like, kind of for the same reason, like, he's surprisingly tall. And so it makes it look awesome when he runs house and runs amok. And so, yeah, I just loved it. And then Bowen's making the save, not to like a huge, like, he didn't beat everyone up and they did a big finisher. He just did something real small, like that Nick Wayne uh, just reversed the uh, roll up to make it more advantageous for Christians. Like, it was really well done. So, I can't believe I'm excited for the Bang Bang Gang winning the Ring of Honor six-man titles, but here I am looking forward to what happens next, mostly because I know they're not going to be on Ring of Honor, but... Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. I I like everywhere they're going with it. Um, Cool. Yeah, after that, we get uh, Adam Cole backstage with Wardlow. He says Wardlow will be unbeatable uh, now that he's with the Undisputed Kingdom. He'll run over opponent after opponent after opponent until nothing's left uh, but the AEW World Championship. Then it will be property of the Undisputed Kingdom. He says, ain't that right, big man? And all Wardlow does is smiles and says, boom. He never said, yeah. <laughs> Again, Wardlow's the most interesting part of this group because he's going to beat them all up and leave. And so I want to see Wardlow crush them all. Maybe that's why they're so lame. Is it like, well, it makes sense why Wardlow killed them all. They're goobers. Yeah. Yeah. They just put together to fail and uh, ser- serve a greater purpose, maybe. maybe. Man, maybe Wardlow's that greater purpose. Maybe the whole thing's set up for him. 
again, I am interested in him whenever he's on screen. They're just not doing anything that dynamic right now. And it's just because Adam Cole's injured. But I, I think I said it on collision. I'm, I'm They're a little dead on arrival to me. But I'm still willing to wait until I'm like uber negative until Adam Cole gets back. Because this, like, it genuinely can't start until he's back. So. Um, cool. After that, we got a very fun uh, commentary team. I was going <laughs> to say, I, say couldn't, least. I remember the finish of this match. I couldn't tell you anything yeah. else that happens. I was distracted, but I got notes. <laughs> Don't you worry. Um, I got notes. Let's see if I uh, cover any of your notes. Uh, we got Tony Storm on commentary uh, for Gianna Parazzo and Anna Jay. Gianna uh, Palazzo. I thought it was Dante Paparazzi. I'm getting confused. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Tony Storm thinks Ian Riccoboni is Tony Schiavone. Uh, says he's lost weight, shaved his goatee. Uh, Taz said he got rid of that stupid earring. I like that part. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like how Excalibur was just like, hmm, yeah, it wasn't great. Like, he didn't want to get in on the bashing of Tony because he's a good guy, <laughs> but he also doesn't want to get bullied himself. So he was like, yeah, it's not the best, I guess. Moving on to the match. And Tony sort of kept taking over, taking over, but continue. I like your um, feeding of cookies. Dude, oh she kept my being, God. Uh, During picture in picture, she kept on being like, chocolate? Chocolate, anyone? You look sad. You need a chocolate right now. And like she's like, oh, what are those? They're like, oh, macaroons. And it's just, I ate every second of this up, okay? This is why I want her to be champion. Because uh, unless they make her on commentary, which they won't, uh, this is what I get. So I, that's why I'll always be for Tony Storm being the champ. So good. Uh, Anna J looks strong. Uh, she's definitely a f- uh, baby face now. Uh, Deanna stomped Anna's arm. Anna J was in control through picture in picture. Uh, Tony Storm says uh, she once caught Virtuosa, but she won't tell us from who. <laughs> Uh, Tony Storm makes funny faces in black and white during picture in picture. Uh, Tony feeds Ian Riccoboni uh, macaroons at one point. Uh, Anna Jay gets the Queen Slayer on, but is reversed into a Fujinara armbar. Uh, Anna gets to the ropes. Diana wins with the Venus de Milo, which I really kind of like that move. It's oh, it looks pretty great. original. I think that's what looks the, good. Yeah. It was the one thing I remembered about the match because I'm like, wow, that's a really good looking tag mo- or uh, submission move. I think it's, it could be wrong. I think it's the move that Danielson beat Okada with at Forbidden Door last year. I think, like, I think it's this, it looks very similar, but regardless, it looks fantastic. But again, that's the only thing I remembered about this match because Tony Storm, she was petting Ian Riccoboni the entire time. And like you said, with the, they got rid of that stupid earring, but. Yeah, it was a it was a fine match, but again, Tony Storm was too distracting for me. So, I, hmm. I don't know. whatever you're doing with your foot under the table, do it harder. Oh, she said <laughs> something really relatable where she was like, "I like this Anna J, but I don't like anything she does." And I was like, "I feel that a lot." Like with all these people, I'm like, "They seem like a nice guy. I just don't like them wrestling or them winning or, you know, all that. Like I just don't like them, but they seem like lovely people." But my funniest part of the match and it was just kind of me laughing because i was still a little 
itty bitty bitter about Dustin and how well he was presented, which I just need to get over. But they were hyping him up because they were like, he's on a 2-0 winning streak going into 2024. You know, his team won that tag match, and then he beat a, a Willie Mack on collision. That's pretty good. And they compared Deanna Perrazzo the same way. They're like, oh, she's on 2-0. And, and I was like, they call that the Dustin streak. That's pretty impressive. So that's, <laughs> wow, 2-0. and But it is more impressive for Deanna Perrazzo because she's coming into a territory she doesn't know in kayfabe. She's beating people she's never wrestled before. So it's one of those things where I just kind of was laughing to myself. But, yeah, uh, what did y'all think? It's good. The match is good. Um, yeah, like I said, sadly, I didn't ca- catch her uh, on collision, but I was I was impressed. I want to see more. So uh, job accomplished. Uh, oh, my God. Like I, I, the Tony backstage stuff kind of hit or miss for me sometimes. But when she's there with the crowd and the commentary, uh, the uh, the promo she cut on Luther's shoulders at the end, I was like, this is a great freaking promo. And she's on a dude's shoulders. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I loved it because she was trying to step on the table and she couldn't do it. And she's about to fall off. And Luther was like, no, 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 no. We'll do this. This is easier for all of us. And so she could be on evil eye level with Dante Palazzo. And then just her, she was just kind of screaming, <laughs> but it was still funny. She was like, oh, I will suck you in your box. And it's like, can't wait to see the match, Tony. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah. And you also got away with saying that on TV. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Can Tony be uh, mic'd up for her matches now? Because I got to hear. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I liked how uh, Deanna and Anna J shook hands, uh, sportswomanship. Uh, but yeah, Renee went in the ring to ask Deanna if she has anything to say to Tony. She says, Tony, uh, I don't know what's gotten into you. We've known each other a long time. It's clear you've changed, but so have I. You may have been friends with Deanna Parazzo, but you never met the virtuosa. Uh, love, yeah, Tony says, technically, you're an artificially tan hag. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, she's gonna sock her in the box, chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoe. Uh, Mariah May got in on that shoe, chucking. Uh, Taz got pretty, uh, pretty bent out of shape about shoes flying his way. <laughs> uh but yeah man he he gets pissed when like his drink gets knocked over i i think do you hear him on like during the commercials chandler like because mm-hmm. we don't yeah that that's you... kind of some of my favorite commentary is when they're just kind of bantering in the commercial break they can kind of say whatever they want without like swearing or whatever but they're always funny you know a lot of the a lot of the Nigel McGuinness quotes I get are either like the biggest moment because he's reacting well, or it's like the little banter on Dynamite where he's like, Tony, you suck. Like, I don't know if I've told you this, but you really suck. And Tony Schwanny's like, well, I guess so. I guess that's what it is. So, yeah, they're You they're almost excellent. get like a sneak sneak peek behind the scenes in your, your fight, uh, Fightful or whatever. What is it? Uh, it's now Triller TV, and I would agree if only the wrestling during commercial breaks wasn't really boring and like it's always the heels working over the face. So it's real boring when the when the feed cuts. So you're not missing much except for some occasional funny commentary bits. As raw rolls on, as raw rolls on, I am getting pretty good at like figuring out when they're about to go to commercial. 
they've kind of gotten away from it in the new year. But last year it was like, oh, big move, commercial break. Oh, big move, commercial break. So, yeah, I remember on Raw for the longest time, it was always right after a suicide dive. So what happens a lot in Dynamite too. There's a yeah. lot of suicide dives. Anyway, that was pretty entertaining segment for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, after that, we got a match that shit on paper. I would have really, really wanted to see this for a very, very, very long time. Uh, Private Party, they're back. Uh, Top Flight, uh, two amazing high-flying teams. Uh, Had 13.5 months with uh, no Mark Quinn, no Private Party. Uh, It was weird. They're all high flyers, but a lot of mat work. A lot of uh, technical arm bars headlocks and i hate uh, to say it wasn't that well done no ankle locks like man i don't know man it really so like i'll get into it but i'm i'm hoping that they're gonna have a rematch and it's gonna blow the roof off the place so i think this might have been strategic uh, along with mark quinn can't move as fast as he used to that's what I was um, kind of thinking. Like, it was probably like, I don't know how severe his injury was. And this is his first match back. So he's probably taking it slow, which, I, again, I'm not like mad about this match not being as good as I thought because I was really looking forward to this match and they announced it. Cause I was like, these are two teams that I'm not very familiar with. A lot of people say they're good. So I was kind of hoping for a banger. And I think after the commercial break, it picked up. But yeah, during the. First bit, and especially during picture in picture, it was just a lot of mat work. And I was like, I mean, if they're trying to change up, that's fine, but maybe practice it a little bit more. Yeah, definitely not what I expected. Yeah, Mark Quinn definitely didn't like even his build looks a little uh bulkier, but definitely not as mobile whereas before, like you've put that over like that mood salt like his hang time. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like like I said, I hope hopefully they're building into it, or maybe he just needs to uh work up to it because uh yeah same thing i was like uh yet again my my notes was like holy crap like i i would i i wasn't even expecting this match and then all of a sudden like the came on i'm like this is amazing i was like this is not what i was expecting yeah uh kind of a little disappointing uh yeah mark quinn had a torn pack uh definitely yeah put on a little little weight uh not as nimble he did hit that really nice 450 uh looked really good but uh yeah yeah um isaiah cassidy and darius martin go at it uh pretty even match uh they kip up uh they got mutual respect uh mark quinn tags in finally dante and mark quinn have a uh, a little ground battle on the mat. Uh, again, they should be uh, diving off of things. Uh, Quinn got down here, written down. Quinn looks slower, bigger. Uh, Mark Quinn goes for uh, Dante's ankle. Uh, kind of throw back to his uh, broken ankle at uh, the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Uh, Mark Quinn dives on Dante and Darius. Uh, runs back and forth. Dives on each man um mark quinn hits the 450 on darius for two looked really good uh darius martin hit a 
uh, guillotine Pele kick on Isaiah Cassidy. Uh, Private Party hit Gin and Juice. Uh, Mark Quinn covers. Darius grabs uh, the rope. uh, Or uh, Mark Quinn grabs the rope to kind of seal that win. Uh, Got the three. Uh, They're kind of going for a little heelish uh, work there at the end. Uh, The commentary was kind of playing it off like, oh, maybe he was off balance and needed to grab the rope, but it was, you know, clearly a heel move. I don't know. Um, I Maybe I'm being worked, but like Mark Quinn, when he was doing that roll up, it genuinely looked like he's like, whoa, whoa, I'm, I'm losing my balance. So I think they just did it so well that you can look at it either way and both ways work. Cause top flight was like, Hey, why did you hold the ropes? Like, we're just getting back. Why are we doing this already? And they were like, Oh, it's an accident. I fell. So I actually quite like that. Um, most of my notes were more like meta other than like about the match. But I was like, it's really nice that this return match for Mark Quinn is actually happening on dynamite. It's not like shoved on rampage with not to hate on them. The workhorsemen Cause it's like, okay, we know who's going to win, but this was like, all right, top flights probably losing, but it was still in a semi clean way. And then I was like, and it's also nice to see Isaiah team with someone who can wrestle hot take, but not really even Mark Quinn post-injury is a better wrestler than the Hardys. And then the funniest bit of the match was, I want to say it was Mark Quinn was going for a big crossbody, and it's like they went to a lady in the crowd, and they were like, quick, what do you think of this match? And then, like, she, they he did the crossbody, and there was this loud scream. Did you guys hear it? Yeah. I just thought that was yeah. really funny, because it sounds like someone was like, ah! Like, it was real. So I was like, I, I think they're professionals. I think they got it, lady. Like, that's not something to scream at. But um, I think it was this match. Was I crazy or did we were they doing the oh yeah uh from uh LA night? Did you hear that at all? Maybe uh, not purposefully it. at all at the night. That. I can't remember if the is that what he does? He goes He goes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that wasn't it then. Yeah. It must have been something else. He'll he'll always end his like stingers with the are you an idiot? Yeah. And so whenever he's punching, it's always yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a very okay. distinctive way they do it, kind of like the yeet. So maybe they were doing I think Isaiah does says something where he's like, Oh yeah, or something like that. I think that's what they were doing. Mm-hmm. maybe but yeah the they, they were trying their hardest to be there for them with that they're like oh yeah oh yeah and i'm like oh this isn't really a chant i guess <laughs> this is a little awkward yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah after the win uh action andretti comes out to check on top flight uh are they gonna like somehow have someone team with private party to have a uh three man tag uh maybe one I of the hardies that's where my my mind goes automatically like top flight and andretti versus private party and ar fox that's a good shout we haven't oh. seen him in a while yes okay okay ar fox yeah good job chad, <laughs> up, chad. <laughs> yay i did a thing <laughs> That's my highlight of the night is Chad's good pick. Um, 
Well, you guys cool. can yeah, like, yeah. share, and subscribe, and mm-hmm. that's all for the show. Yeah, nothing happened yep. in the main event. It was real. Um, like they canceled it due to COVID. Oop, can't say that. Uh, canceled it oh. due to uh foot disease. Peter pandemic. Ooh. Um. <laughs> One more for my boy Joe. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Not after... our champion anymore. <laughs> After that, we get a cool little Sting and Darby video package. Uh, Darby says they're 26 and 0. Uh, yeah, kind of showed their uh, history together. <coughs> and uh, yeah, they didn't really like accept the challenge, right? For the Bucks, technically. Uh, but yeah, cool little package. Uh, yeah, it's going to be sad to see uh, Sting. Uh, hang up the boots but gotta happen think, one day do you think they'll sneak in three more sting and darby matches before evolution so that they go up to thir- like if they win they're 30 and know it'd be great yeah. Yeah, i think they can do it you can find on, some goobers whoop on the workhorseman a few more times maybe uh turbo floyd and uh, truth magnum again what if let me let me Pitch something to you. They beat Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, and they fight for the real most important world tag team titles in AEW right now. So, like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it on, and they win them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they win all the belts. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, looks like we made it to our main event for the evening. Um, AEW World Championship match with no commercial breaks. I uh, like that. They, I didn't look at uh, ratings yet today or viewership, but hopefully that helped. <laughs> I didn't see the specific numbers, but uh, I did re- see a headline that they were very good. Okay. Nice. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Samoa Joe defending against uh, Hook, the FTW champion. Uh, they got the little hook bat signal again. Uh, loving that thing. Uh, they kind of showed during their um, promo. Uh, hook ended up charging Joe, and they go to the outside. Hook jumps off the barricade. Uh, kind of cool. He like, ran to the barricade, jumped up on top of it real quick, and dived on, uh, dove on Joe. That was kind of neat. Uh Joe hits Hook with a running back elbow, takes him down. Uh, then it's just a beat down from there. Uh, Joe beats Hook down with chops, kicks, elbow drop. Hook punches Joe from the apron on the floor. Uh, Joe spikes Hook on the announce desk, and only the back of his head hit the uh, commentary desk, and it hit hard. The desk like exploded. Uh, looked really bad. I thought things were went wrong when that happened. Uh, Hook flips off Joe. Joe power bombs him onto the ring apron on the floor. Uh, the doctor checks on Hook, uh, but Hook ends up beating the ten count at nine. Uh, Hook kicks out of a power slam at two. Uh, Joe gives Hook a death volley driver. Hook kicks out at two. Then Hook, uh, Joe gives Hook a muscle buster, and Hook 
kicks out at one and the crowd loses it. Uh, man, what a moment. Uh, Hook connects with three lariats, then a T-bone suplex. He gets red rum, uh, almost applied on Joe. Couldn't quite get around him. Uh, but Joe counters into a coquina clutch and Hook passes out. The ref calls it. Uh, Joe wins the match. Uh, Joe's leaving the ring, walking up the ramp, and Hook calls Joe back and says, is that all you got? Uh, the crowd is going nuts right now. Uh, Joe gets back in the ring, gives Hook another muscle buster, uh, starts leaving the ring again. Uh, Hook says, is that all you got? <laughs> Joe goes back in the ring, but Hangman Page's music hits. And uh, Joe ends up leaving the ring. Uh, Swerve is in the crowd watching. Joe realizes after uh, looking around how many people are after him. And he's actually kind of got a little worried look. Uh, Swerve and Hangman stare each other down. The crowd chants, whose house? Swerve's house. Uh, Hangman checks on Hook and helps him up. Uh, kind of gives him his due. Uh yeah, great, great ending. Uh, star-making match for Hook. Uh, Hook looks way better than he did going into the match. Uh, yeah, I think Tony Khan pulled it off after all that Twitter meltdown uh, controversy and all that. I think uh, he made Hook look really good. Uh, yeah, what do you think, gentlemen? Um, I love the quick start. Um, just the whole story front to back was great. Like I, by the end, I was like, you know, on the edge of my seat. Like I felt like this was a good, pay- like this would have been a decent pay-per-view match on, uh, and wow, it delivered for me. Uh, yeah. Hook is a friggin' beast. Uh, he's got the attitude. Uh, I loved Taz's reactions there where towards the end, he's like, I, I just got to take my headset off guys. And just like, he just goes silent for a while. Like he just added to the gravity of the situation, uh, you know, his flurries, but just ultimately just couldn't do it. But um, yeah. Wow. Um, Joe looked amazing. Ah, like what year, two years ago, it was like, Oh man, he just not the same old Joe, but he was fast, vicious, crisp, violent like uh his shit talking during that like everything loved everything about it um like i said if this was on a pay-per-view i wouldn't have been disappointed and we got it on free tv with no commercials so thank you AEW. that was awesome chandler yeah Yeah, this was a this was a really fun match um i hate to say i don't even think it was my match of the night but that doesn't i shouldn't take anything away from it it was a ton of fun and uh Hook looked great, and I think with um, they did, did things that are pretty hard to do. I'm kind of getting sick of the kick out at one, like you have to do it really well. And this was one where they did do it really well, and it would affect me even more if they just never did it. Like, I think about Kenny Omega kicking out of the one wing angel at one, that's like pulsating. That was such a great moment, that's what elevated that match to such heights. But and this one, like, it, it really helped, and then. Like you said, making uh, Hook look good in defeat, I think it was like some, 
ECW thing, and I could be wrong, but what really got Tommy Dreamer, Tommy Dreamer over in the beginning was he kept on asking for more cane shots from Sandman, right? Like he was like, yeah, "Please, sir, can yeah, I have more?" Good pull, good pull. So I haven't seen it, but I know of it. So I think you can do stuff like that where Hook is like, "I'm not done. Like I can keep going. I, I'm dead, but I can keep going." It makes him look really good, and then on Hangman had to make the save, and it's keeping him in that. Oh, he's still like looking out for people, like he's after Joe. And Joe's being a dick, so he's gonna stop Joe being a dick. But and then swerve with the stare down, and where he was real over, and Hangman wasn't. I thought that was really good too. So all in all, excellent match, a great start to Joe's title run, and I hope we have more matches like this on Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got two things. Uh, do you get the vibe like Swerve is kind of looking like a almost like a post-apocalyptic Mad Max? character like uh, getting that vibe the more oh, guy yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm loving that uh and uh yeah i think it's time for hook to uh graduate from not being on the zero hour pre-show for pay-per-views <laughs> i think it's that ftw and championship he just needs to like win another belt and say it. okay i have the international title and the ftw title I just have the international title. Like, Hook yeah. is above the FTW title. I imagine it was started as kind of a cute gimmick, but I think it's time that Hook moves up. I think Hook oh, yeah. should win a different championship. Maybe he's the one to beat Christian if they don't heat Adam Copeland up again. What if he's the one to beat Orange Cassidy if uh, Roddy can't do it? Like, there's so many good possibilities they can do with Hook that they need to kill the FTW championship for true because all that's going to do is main event the zero yeah, hour yeah because that's what happened at all in that's what happened at world's end and it's going to keep happening you knew chandler or did you know that the ftw championship is an original unsanctioned ecw championship I, I think Taz started it. I just know it's unsanctioned. So whenever you have unsanctioned belts, yeah. it's like, well, does it really matter? Like, right. I know we're, yeah. it's a nice nod to ECW. It's a nice nod to Taz, but it's time for Hook to be more than just a nod to Taz. And when he wrestles, he's not. Cause I don't, I mean, I've never seen Taz wrestle, but I don't think of Taz. I'm not like, this is Taz's son. Like, I didn't even know he was Taz's son for a long time until I started listening to commentary. And it was like, Oh, Taz really yeah, cares about Hook more than anyone else. Maybe yeah. they're related or something. I feel Taz does a very good job. Like you know it, but he's he's he remains professional. Like he 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 you know you don't hear like a lot of, oh go Hook or nothing like that. Like he's always very uh, like as objective as he can be while still being his father. Like I think he toes a really interesting line on commentary. But if Hook won, say a big title, oh. that would be great for Taz to be like my boy. My <laughs> yeah my boy did it and he like goes up and hugs him in the ring like that would be nice like i don't need to see taz get involved in his matches but to can drag congratulate his son after a big win that'd be real heartwarming ah, truth yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah really great ending i really enjoyed uh really the whole episode uh yeah i've been trying to think of a uh a low point um yeah, uh, I don't know J Jericho again. That'll be my weekly go-to. Yeah, that was mine. I so think like, mine 
is Roddy and his reaction to getting the title match right then and there? Because that's like classic heel. I don't, I'm going to make you wait and then I'll beat you. So when he says stuff like that, I'm like, oh, he's not, he's not winning. Orange Cassidy's retaining. So that, that would be my low point. You forgot to add in though, like I was watching another uh, wrestling podcast and uh, a point was brought up about, uh, you know, could Roddy end up getting in Orange's head? Like, hey, you're, you know, you're, did you lose, uh, you know, are you too beat down, too worn down to hold the belt? Like, could he actually take this time to play mind games with Orange Cassidy? And by the time the uh, pay-per-view happens, Orange Cassidy is a completely different frazzled, like, being that we don't even recognize. That kind of has some potential in my mind that I think it could happen. I want to see if someone break Orange Cassidy mentally. <laughs> I think that'd be cool to see. I don't think Roddy's the guy to do it. If anything, Moxley was the guy to do it, and he couldn't. So that's kind of where I'm like, mm, I think Orange Cassidy is too simple and too over to be yeah. changed like too that. Over a, <laughs> over a short six-week span, like, if he's staring face to face with Moxley and still like, oh, I should do lazy kicks. Like he's still thinking that he's not going to change for Roddy. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like the episode. Oh, yeah. My high point uh, of the night, uh, the whole Tony Storm, everything she did on commentary, freaking great. Um, yeah, keep her keep her uh, doing commentary. I want to I want to hear her on commentary for any match that even remotely has anything to do with her or someone chasing the title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think for me, I hate to say it, it was probably the Bang Bang Gang winning the six man championships because that's probably what gets me most interested for the future is them potentially teaching up teaming up with the acclaimed. I thought it was an excellent match. I thought the finish was perfect. So that's probably my high point of the match. It's just everything with that six-man trios championship match. And yeah. I'm going to go with the thing that hit me in the feels. Good old Mark Briscoe. That was just nice. Good yeah. To see, yeah. Good to see his niece walking around. And yeah. That, that was just a good feel-good moment. Yeah, yeah. You see his uh, dad there, too, in the front row. Yeah. And... and... Yeah, good stuff. Any big news that y'all have heard lately? I mean, I'm sure I've heard something for WWE. I know Seth Rollins got injured, so yeah. it's kind there, of it. Is there anything on the severity of it yet? No, not that I heard. Mm. It's like nothing's up for vacancy yet, but of course I hope Seth is good and he's fully, like, he'll be able to recover this in time for WrestleMania because it seems yeah. like he's about to get his first main event with CM Pepsi, but... Yeah, the, uh, the jumping Jungle Boy Jack Perry in New Japan. We talked about that yeah. on Collision yeah. along with uh, good old Nick Nemeth being in TNA, and we were... I want to know what you think, Chad. Do you think it was a work or a shoot? Good old oh, it's totally a work, but I think it's setting it like uh, I watched a rather interesting segment with uh, on uh, Busted Open, good old Mark Henry and Bubba. And uh, they kind of sold me like if they do, if they do this right, he can end up being like one of the hottest heels. Uh, 
the new look is great for me the name was the scapegoat is kind of too martyry for me like he's yeah. gonna be whiny about it and i do not need him to be whiny about this i need him to be like mad and pissed and yeah. ready to kick people's asses i think that's how they could sell this and so it's i mean i'm not watching new japan so i don't know how it's gonna go out but that's already kind of like a mm. but they could easily pull it out and the scapegoat could just be a name that he's it's fitting but yeah. i mean the other guy was fired so i think that's a pretty good scapegoat right there yeah yeah the, the real yeah yeah, I don't know. He he didn't really get scapegoated for much. Like, if anything, people saw him know. as like a victim. Like, oh, yeah. they were kind of just in each other's faces about something that was kind of stupid, and it just led to blows. Apparently, so I heard this on a podcast, but like, take it with a big grain of salt. It was one of the guys who sang Swerve's entrance at All yeah. In. Yeah, he said he one. saw the fight, and he said there was like pools of blood, which is kind of like interesting uh, he said though his pool pools of blood left from the match before like one oh. the, yeah but yeah oh. and then i think he called samoa joe the big hawaiian dude so accurate but that's epic for joe to just like i think the real story is no matter what joe was like hey i want to go do this match let's go do this match like yeah we're not gonna be ever in a position like this again let's go do this match and they did and it was Probably one of the better matches at all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the only other thing I came across, uh, poor CJ Perry's finger is infected again. Mm. She had to go back back in the hospital. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Maybe that's why Miro's yeah. not on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that might be it. Yeah, kind of a bummer. Yeah, I miss Miro. Damn. <laughs> uh cool yeah good episode of uh dynamite uh we got collision coming up here i can't remember any matches announced for it it's eddie kingston and somebody versus claudio and brian danielson i just can't remember who the somebody is um we'll hear from john moxley that's what they said yeah uh and daniel garcia versus buddy matthews those are the only things I think they announced on Collision or on Dynamite. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, yeah, uh, we'll be uh, doing our review on that Collision also, and uh, yeah, I think that just about does it. Um, thank you all for watching. Uh, if you're actually here at the end, uh, thank you a lot, um, and. Uh, yeah, if you're actually here now, uh, you've probably already subscribed. But if you haven't, uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, you might as well if you're here. <laughs> uh, Next sub goal is a thousand. What are we gonna do for a thousand? Maybe give us some suggestions down in the comment section down below. Yeah. Devolve uh, yeah. anima. No. Quit. YouTube is not <laughs> worth it for that. <laughs> do a coffee anima, but no devolve. Okay. Uh, I think we should lower our goal because a thousand is monetizable. Maybe five hundred then. Let's do two fifty and then okay. five, then a thousand. Okay. <laughs> so get... yeah, our next goal two fifty, and we'll come up with some uh, crazy stuff to do. Yeah. 
let us know if you're in contact with Cody Rhodes. Maybe he could chop us live on air. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm literally out of options. Just have Cody Rhodes chop us. <laughs> That's all we should do. Every single punishment is like, ah, oh, yeah. we got to get chopped. <laughs> so sorry, I couldn't get Cody Rhodes. We got Gunther instead. <laughs> uh, uh, well, have you heard who Gunther said the strongest chops he ever felt was? No. Any guesses? It's an AEW guy. Huh. Danielson? I don't know. I don't think he ever wrestled Danielson. Penta. Yeah. He said he wrestled. Loud. He said he wrestled Penta once, and like the chop started, and he was already bleeding, and he was like, "What's going on here?" Like, <laughs> so I just think that's, that's really my gimmick of everyone to out chop Gunther. It's Penta, but again, like y'all said, they're really good chops. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> that's cool. Um. Cool, yeah. Um, yeah, that just about does it. Uh, unless you two have anything cool to add. Um, yeah, check us out on the audio realm. Uh, we've got some... Uh, don't wanna, If you don't want to look at our uh, faces, you can listen. Uh, cool, yeah. Uh, thank you all. Yeah, yeah. Um... Cool. Thank you all for watching. Uh, really appreciate you. And we will catch you next time. Uh, bye. Peace. Bye bye. <laughs>